And welcome back to the show. I'm Ryan Gatenby. Time to get to my next guests who are here to talk about two of my favorite subjects, grilling and in particular, grilling burgers. We have joining me New York Times bestselling cookbook author, founder of What's Gobby Cooking. We are going to visit with Gobby Dalkin and Tillamook's executive chef and cheese expert. And what a wonderful thing to be an expert in, Josh Archibald. And uh, good morning. Welcome to the show. Hi, Ryan. Thanks for having us. We're excited to be here. Thanks, Ryan. Gabby, I am so excited. This is the time of year. I like to grill seven days a week for you, and and you probably do it even more if that's possible. To you, what makes a perfect barbecue? I'm with you. No cooking inside for the rest of summer. That's right. So for the perfect barbecue, I feel like it's so, you know, it's all about a personal preference. But for me, there are a couple key things. Good food, good company, good times. And, of course, that all starts with an epic menu with quality ingredients. So what what is your number one thing? What What is your major go-to when it comes to grilling? So I don't know about you, Ryan, but I love a cheeseburger. Oh, like, yeah. don't give me a burger. I need it with all the cheese. Um, so I teamed up with my friend Dan, who many people might know as Grossy Pelosi, and we created this insane burger together. It's a double cheddar bacon burger, and it is truly out of this world. It has crumbled bacon right in the burger patty itself. And it's also stuffed and topped with Tillamook sharp cheddar farm-style slices, which are thick and flavorful. So obviously you're not surprised that I'm very choosy (laughs) about the cheese I put on my burgers. I always reach for Tillamook. Their slices are just bolder, meltier, and more tasty. And this burger that Dan and I made together has got the bacon burger with the cheese stuffed inside and on top, guacamole, tomato, and caramelized onions on a toasted bun. It's just, like, ridiculous. You know, I can always tell you are at a bad barbecue when someone's making a cheeseburger and they start unwrapping that plastic cheese, and I'm like, I'm, I'm going to quietly uh, leave. You're like, just <laughs> Irish exit right on out of there. Exactly. <laughs> Um, okay, well let's uh, and let's let's talk about uh, cheeses, and we've got uh, chef. What are what are some of the best cheeses that you recommend for grilling? Well, at Tillamook, we've been making cheddar right for more than 114 years, and source only the best ingredients. Every slice, shred, and block of Tillamook cheddar starts as a bold tasting 40 pound mother loaf. We go the extra mile to age our cheddar naturally with time, so you get bolder bites every time and on every burger. Now, is that atypical or most like slices? People are kind of compressing them, but starting with, with the 40 pounds, that's, I would just love to see that 40 pound in front of me. Right? It's called a mother loaf. I want one in my refrigerator. That is amazing. We can, we can make that happen, guys. <laughs> Great. All right. I'll, I'm sure I it's... I want them better from our confidence. <laughs> I'm sure it's an option on the website. Um, all right, so, Gabby, we talked burgers. Of course, we have to have fun and exciting side dishes besides a boring bag of chips. What what other dishes do you have on your perfect barbecue menu? So I'm going to let Josh talk about side dishes in Ooh, a okay. second. But before we get there, I want to talk to you about this grilled barbecue chicken sandwich because, you know, we need options. Yeah. And this incredible sandwich has Tillamook medium white cheddar thin slices. So obviously, if you haven't caught on yet, I'm obsessed with Tillamook cheddar. I use it to elevate my burgers and my sandwiches. It's truly the cheese that meets all my summertime melting standards, whether I'm using the thick farm style slices on the burger we talked about earlier or these thin slices on this grilled chicken sandwich. So this is a double-decker sandwich. You layer grilled chicken with the thin slices of Tillamook medium white cheddar, 
finish the sandwich with avocado, tomato, lettuce, and this fresh cilantro vinaigrette that I'm obsessed with. It's like the sandwich to end all sandwiches. Ooh, what's in the cilantro vinaigrette? That sounds great. It's so good. It's cilantro, shallots, garlic, a little bit of red wine vinegar, and olive oil. You just throw it in your blender and, like, pulse it for 60 to 90 seconds, and you can put it on sandwiches. You could honestly have drizzled drizzled it on the burger we talked about, put it in a pasta salad or a grain bowl. It's so good. And I appreciate what you said there, that you have uh, certain melting standards, and that's exactly what everybody should have, and I'm I'm sure Josh knows all about that. (laughs) 100%. Melting standards all around. All right, and then we were going to talk about uh, the side dishes, and uh, that's going beyond my uh, my aunt's famous potato salad that sits in ninety degree heat. What are, what are some great side dishes? Yeah, we can do a little better than uh, ninety degree heat potato salad for sure. Thank you. I love using fresh in season produce that that is at its peak of freshness and flavor. Try grilled asparagus and mushrooms topped with an herby vinaigrette and warm olives, finished with melted Swiss slices. Super savory. You can make it all straight on your barbecue. Or try a grilled nectarine salad tossed with sweet onions, chunks of sharp yellow cheddar, and dress it with some lemon and olive oil for the perfect blend of salty and sweet that your guests will love. Tomok cheese can truly make every summer food occasion the best. Now, I have just got into grilling fruit for a dessert, but I have never tried a grilled nectarine. That sounds amazing. It's next level, plus grilled peaches. Wouldn't that be good in there? Yeah, grilled peaches, grilled nectarines, yeah. One of my favorites. And then you talked about the grilled asparagus, which I love doing on the grill, but somehow it never occurred to me to mix uh, asparagus in, like, melted Swiss, but that that's, like, next level asparagus. Yeah, we, we sautéed and uh, grilled the mushrooms as well, um, and some olives just put it over the top for that savory bite. Do you do like uh, when you're making uh, a meal yourself, and, uh, and and either of you? Do you th- are you putting some thought into the cheese pairing because there are certain proteins that work better with certain cheeses? Totally, I feel like. Well, I mean, like I'm an equal opportunity cheese consumer. Anything that yeah. has telomerase on it, I will put into my body. But <laughs> yes, I feel like Josh, you probably know all the pairings for all the specific cheeses. Yeah, but we, we never want guests to be intimidated by that. Uh, you know, yeah. the cheddar's super flexible. They've got great melting points. Um, yeah, there's endless opportunities there. And, uh, well, I, I love talking barbecue. I love talking cheese. We've got to have both of you back on when we have more time. But uh, where can we go to find out uh, some of the recipes we talked about today? Because I want to make a couple of them, like, right now. <laughs> So you can visit Tillamook.com to find these recipes, plus where to buy Tillamook slices near you. And be sure to follow Tillamook on Instagram and TikTok. Thank you, Ryan, for having us. And that's uh, Chef Gabby Dalkin and Josh Archibald from Tillamook. Thank you so much for joining me today. Have a, uh, a great fourth weekend. Have a great Thanks, weekend. Ryan. And welcome back to the Big Wake Up Call. I'm Ryan Gatenby, and time for my next guest, who is a firefighter and paramedic at Station 16 in the Watts neighborhood of Los Angeles, who is featured on the new series, L.A. Fire and Rescue. You can see it Wednesdays at 8 Central on NBC5 Chicago, stream, of course, on Peacock. And we're going to visit with Paco Lamelli. And good morning, and welcome to the show. 
Hi, good morning. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much, Ryan, for having me. How are you We're doing? Honor. How are things uh, going? Oh, wow. Well, it's an honor for us to talk to you who does who does actual things, <laughs> and, and we, we chat on the radio. No, you, you help. You inspire, and uh, and it gives people uh, the word I'm looking for. I'm, I'm usually not at a loss of words, but uh, <laughs> you do a lot. You know? so, so thank you. I was listening to a few of your podcasts. And you, do, you bring people together, and you give this positive message, and it's awesome. Well, I appreciate that. Um, how how are you? How are things going where you are right now? Uh, I, I'm well. You know, I'm, I'm well. Um, work is good. Um, always working on something. Always, you know, trying to build, trying to fix, trying to make things better. <laughs> so how long have you been uh, a firefighter and a paramedic with, with this particular crew? Um, I've been at Station C. I've been with L.A. County Fire for the last 15 years, over 15 years now. And I've been at Station 16 on the B ship with my crew for the last 10 years. It's it's very not that it's not that common for usual for firefighters to stick around that long. Um, usually promote you know within those first 10 years. Um, I'm in a very special place at a very special area, special station, and with a very special crew. And it's one of those things where it's the it's the crew that that makes it. So no matter where you go, you know you have to have that great working relationship with people. And and I I found that and I have that so. I'm very fortunate to work where I work and to work alongside the guys that I work with. You know, growing up, my uncle was a firefighter. So, of course, my cousin Matt was like the coolest kid in school because, you know, everybody wanted to meet the uh, meet the firefighter. <laughs> right. That is, that is kind of funny. Um, it's funny because some of the neighborhood kids, you know, they tell me that. And uh, I, I go to some of their, I go to their graduations. Um, Daylene, who I've known for the last 10 years. Uh, we went in one time, one of his teachers called us up and she was like, Hey, um, you know, Daylene, his parents aren't really in the mix. And I knew that both my parents, you know, they worked two jobs when we were little kids. So they always missed the back to school nights. You know, they weren't there for all the performances. So we, yeah. we try to do that. And it's kind of funny. It's kind of neat though. How much do you enjoy? But, like, uh, you know, I said with, with the kids and giving tours of, uh, the fire station, cause they did it here. Uh, my Girl Scout troop, uh, my daughter's Girl Scout troop went there about uh, a couple months ago and the kids just came back beaming and, and the photos and she had her own little helmet. And like, I, I've never seen little girls so happy. <laughs> oh, that's good. Those guys did a great job. No, we, we take that into consideration. Like whenever it's, it's same with our calls, like uh, when we have kids that come or, or families come, it's like, this is a special day for them. And no matter how tired or how beat or how many calls we've been on or how hungry we are, you know, I think we always, we do our best. To give that, um, we we talked to a lot of our firemen and our interns, and we tell them that it's like, hey, every time you go on this call, like you have to be your best because you know nobody knows that we've got on sixteen calls, you know, <laughs> before the nightfall, or we, we've been up, you know, six times after midnight. This is their one time calling, so we yeah. you know, we show up and we we try to do our best. What inspired you originally to uh, to? Uh, become a, a firefighter so you were a former marine does what was some of your marine training did you think this would kind of naturally lead into it i i honestly i, I never did um after high school I, I was you know i was terrible i was a terrible kid <laughs> i don't want to be i mean kid i just uh i didn't really care for school too much and and reading or anything like that um i had joined the marines after high school which i barely graduated i went to like five different high schools and two adult schools I take it back. Three high schools, two adult schools. I went to Hawaii after high school. You know, I tried living out there with some friends and we realized like, wow, this isn't what, uh, you know, I'm 18 years old working in a kitchen with a bunch of 24 year olds. I'm like, this isn't what I want to do when I grow up. And I honestly had no idea what I wanted to do. So I, I joined the Marine. I went for adventure. 
Um, I had a great time, but I, I knew that I had to go. I wanted to get out and go to school. I got out. I went to school. I went to college. I got my bachelor's in telecommunications management. Um, I did very well in that private sector. After 9-11, um, my reserve, I stayed in the reserve, so I still had my fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, my reserve unit got deployed to Iraq. And uh, coming back from Iraq after, you know, the invasion, um, I went, I actually had my second daughter was, uh, was on the way, which is you know, just a crazy story itself. Because one day I got a phone call saying, hey, we're leaving Tuesday. And then the next day, my, my wife at the time told me, hey, we're pregnant. It's like, wow. oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot. Um, again, coming back, I went back to this, you know, corporate office setting. And um, after a while, it's like, I, I can't do this anymore. And, and I struggled. And, uh, you know, I talked to a few friends and some of them kind of went through their thing as well. And um, uh, there's so many like different invisible wounds, I guess they say. But with that, I don't know. I, I just, I, my life needed meaning. And fortunately, at the time, actually, my good friend, uh, Tony Wynn, who I work with, the engineer there, um, he told me, he's like, hey, look, man, for the first time, the LA County Fire Department's hiring. And uh, it's, it's really, you know, really bare minimum. It's usually very hard. Um, and it still is. But he told me, hey, they're going to have this test. And, you know, why don't you look into it? I just kind of see what you're going through. And I see, you know, I've known you and I've seen what, what's going on with you. He's like, why don't you give it a shot? He's like, I think you'll like it. The camaraderie is there, the, you know, the honor is there, and you'll be, you're, you're helping. And, and that's kind of, you know, he's knowing me and he's like, that's kind of like, I see what you want to do. And I'm like, you know what? I'll give it a shot. <laughs> so I did. And I got fortunate. I was very fortunate. What are some of the biggest challenges that you faced as a, as a firefighter at this department? A lot. I think juggling sure. your life and, and that, you know, that workload as well. You know, it's, it's stuff I'm, I'm still working on. It's like trying to find that balance. You know, at the time I was, I was trying to raise a small family with three daughters. Um, yeah, I'm gone all the time. Yeah, they have very busy schedules and trying to keep a you know healthy relationship at the time. With, with you know, I'm currently you know four year divorce, so um, those are very difficult times. And I don't think um, I had the guidance nor the the right mindset kind of going into it. And I think a lot of us fall into the thing of like, well, you know, I'll just work more. You know, I'll work harder. I'll make more money. And, you know, it didn't quite work out. And I, I wish I would have known then. It's like, hey, look, maybe you can uh, look into therapy, um, look into, you know, different work groups or, or there's programs that are available now. And I think our department and as well as I think this generation as a whole, I think we're really finding that, you know, mental health like really matters. And uh, that's one thing I, I try to, you know, talk to as well. You know, I, when I talk to a bunch of different guys and kids as well, it's like, hey, if you're having issues, you know, talk about it, learn to talk about it, you know, find someone you can talk to. And I, I think like, like by myself, I get a lot of jokes, but just by being open and, and being able to talk about this kind of stuff, um, I think that it's helping, it's helping, you know, a few people. And if it helps just one, I'm, I'm happy with that. So. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And I appreciate you talking about that. And that has been one of my biggest uh, causes here on the show, not necessarily a cause, but uh, to talk openly about mental health, my struggles with it, and to, just to open that dialogue and hearing from listeners that like, wow, thank you for talking about it. You know, it made me think I didn't have to feel uh, feel ashamed to talk about it. So so anyone and, and someone like you um, in a public eye, in a position of, of respect in the community, that's great that you're doing that. Oh, well, thank you. I, I just, again, I, I, I think we both grew up in that generation of kind of, and even with the Marines, it's like you got an injury, like you just wrapped it up, iced it and sucked it up and then you just kept on going. 
And again, there's all these mental wounds, like, you know, like to talk about it now. And it's like, same thing. It's still there. You, you have to figure it out. You have to work it out. You know, it's like if you had a splinter, you wouldn't just like, oh, I'm just going to put a bandaid over that and it'll eventually go away. Right. You know, it's still there. And those are the, the things that affect it's like you have to address that problem. And I don't know. I'm a big advocate with that only because it's helped me so much. Like I, I know I've seen the, the leaps and bounds that I've made, um, you know, in myself and in my profession as well. And if it wasn't for, you know, having good friends, being able and, and open and honest with my problems that, that I've grown because of that. So I'm very supportive and, and uh, like I said, I'm a huge advocate for that. So th- yeah, thank you for, for, you know, asking and opening up about that. So what has it been like having a, a TV crew following and, and, and documenting the work you're doing? You, you know, it's honestly, it, it is, it is a wild ride. Um, this was my partner, Romeo's idea. Um, when this came about and he gave me a call and he was going to tell me about it. And I was like, wow, you know, he sold it, you know, on some different angles. Uh, one, we're excited that we're going to bring light to this part of Los Angeles that, that gets no attention. You know, I believe that we live in the greatest city in the world and the greatest country in the world and the greatest time ever. You know, yet we have, um, you know, three families living in, in a tiny little one-bedroom apartment. You know, you have kids going hungry. You have kids that, that don't know how to read, you know, here again. And it's wild to me. So we've kind of little made it our mission to like, like help out as much as we can, where we can. So Romeo's like, hey, you know what? This, this could do that. This may bring some light to this. And it kind of highlights like what we do. And, and I don't know. It's, uh, it's wild. He also said, it's like, look, dude, when else are you going to have cameras following us around? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you know, uh, let's do it. So, you know, we made some phone calls, got the rest of the guys on. Um, at first, it was, you know, it's very strange because everyone's afraid to make a mistake. And then we're just kind of like, you know, man, just do what we do. Yeah, and uh, and have fun with it. So we kind of did, right? Because when you're Still going scary. out on a, <laughs> but you're you're that you find the the TV crew more frightening. I think they were more afraid of us than we were, of sure. them, which is actually kind of funny, or actually vice versa, because we're afraid to make a mistake, and that's the thing. And they're like, "Listen, you guys, you guys do what you, you're not actors. We don't want you to act, and if you are, we can tell. So just yeah. relax." And, and it was it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun to be honest. And, uh, these guys were just, just all professionals, every single one of them. And it was, it was an honor to work with them. But you're going out on a call. Blue, uh, thick wolf. Yeah. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. When you're doing your job though, you're on a call. There, there is no take two. There's no redoing it. No, there isn't. And, um, they, we try to explain to them like, Hey, listen, you guys, um, you guys are here. We get that. We'll, we'll call me as best we can. However, you know, someone's, Someone's kid just fell and got hurt. It's like, that's, that's our priority. Right. So they missed, there's a lot of calls where it's like, they weren't ready, you know, or we were too fast <laughs> or we we're coming back to them that they might've missed. So, and it was our, our whole cake wasn't the understood. It's like, Hey, you know, you, you guys got to be fast and, and you know, don't be in the way. And, and they won. They were, they were awesome. It's you gotta know, be nice. Kind of funny. Like we're watching it now. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. No, I was just going to say it. Oh, I was going to say, it's funny because you're, I'm watching this now and it's just like, oh, why did I say that? Or what am I doing? <laughs> you know, and it's kind of like, well, that's just what we do. So it's kind of funny. And it's like, I was telling my buddy or Tony and I'm like, you always do that. <laughs> and uh, it is LA Fire and Rescue. It is on NBC5 Chicago here in the area. That is Wednesdays. 
at 8 Central. Episodes, uh, New episodes streaming the next day on Peacock, always available to stream. On Peacock, we have been visiting with firefighter paramedic Paco Lamelli from uh, Station 16 in Watts, Los Angeles. And this has been great, and thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, Ryan, thank you so much. I get an honor, and uh, you just have a nice day. Tune in. Appreciate it. Thank you.